You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Prince of Pucks, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, that was easy, Shime. Nice work, buddy. I mean, you texted me at the end of the first period, and I was like, this is this is the greatest night ever. This game is over. This is chocked stock and barrel. I, I was I was amped. It should have been. Literally was over at that point. They got the, yeah, they got the push at least. You got the over. Uh, kick, uh, they uh, had an avalanche win. Um, did we get home your uh, dry sidle prop? Sure did. Uh, he oh, got wow. the second assist on the uh, sixth. Edmonton goal. <laughs> Have you seen what now? So people that missed it yesterday, they opened the total at, was it seven? Yeah, it was yep. seven. Correct. So Shime laughed and said, it's way too low. Got to bet the over. Total was seven in a Western Conference final game. And you and everybody else that I saw was was on the over. So I knew there was some action going there. And immediately, two goals in the first couple minutes, and we're off to the races. They cover the total easy. Colorado wins. You get the prop home. What if they opened up the game two over under at? They they had to go higher than seven, right? You'd think, Mutt, but it's still seven. Oh, come on. It's what seven at minus one thirty. What are we doing? Okay, so they'll go to eight. So they'll go to seven and a half at some point, probably. Yep. Uh and the juice won't be as bad. But I mean, was there anything last night that made you believe you're not going to be walking into overs, Prince of Pucks, the rest of the series? Not a single thing. I'm that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. I am going to be betting the over. I'm not even gonna hesitate. I am betting the over in the next game. And uh, we're gonna hit again, and we're gonna take the dub. Like it doesn't matter who the goalies are, doesn't matter. Like this, the, the world is on this. And by the way, it was a fun little t- hockey. Does not have many of these, but it was a fun hockey Twitter moment because the entire world was on the <laughs> over. And it, at one point, at one point, I think the final was eight to six. At one Correct. point, the total, the the live total shine that I was looking at on my computer got up to 13 or 14 was the live total for an NHL playoff game. It was it was hilarious too and I I texted you right before the game and I sent you uh like all the money and where it was yeah. being placed and everybody was literally I want to say it was 74% of the bets, 75% of the money was on the over in that game. Wow. And, and I I was like I, apparently they listened to the BetQL Boston podcast and listened to the Prince of Pucks because we are going over tonight boys and sure enough we went over. Oh, and I just noticed that the uh, line has actually changed on DraftKings. They've bumped it up to seven and a half now, <laughs> and it's now plus one hundred and five. So I will be hammering. It, to me, there is no difference between seven and seven and a half in this game because it's going to go over anyways. It doesn't so, really matter. So I'll this? take the plus money. So this is obviously changed. There's only a you know handful of bets in right now, but I always mention the Action Network does their public betting. So uh, on the. Uh, People must be. They must. They, the adjustment must be happening. The sharps are betting because so far, ninety nine percent of the money is on the under seven, <laughs> seven, seven and a half. So again, it's it's only a handful of bets. But I, I I'm sure it's people that are you know the the system better, professional better saying, well, everyone's going to flock to the over. That means the under is the value is going to be on the under in this game. Hmm. But my God, how can you not want to bet the over? Again? It's not going to go. On. It's not going to go under. Did you see these goalies? If you, if if those <laughs> which if those, ones the starters of the back? <laughs> my, my point exactly. If you watched the game, if 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 any of these professional betters watch the game, the value is not on the under. You look at these goalies; they stink, Mike. At one point, both of the starting goalies from that game were starting goaltenders for the Phoenix Coyotes. 
That should never be the case in a Western <laughs> final. So, of course, you're betting the over uh, with two of the best offenses in the league and two awful goalies. Uh, it was, it's easy, easy money. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm looking at. Uh, I mean, there there are some there. I wish we could shop these lines, Shime, because a lot of these places like DraftKings quickly moved it. Like they have it. I I don't see plus 105. I see seven and a half minus 125. But oh, like wow. w- right now, Win is offering it at seven plus 110 on the under. I mean, on the on the. I'm not FanDuel has it at seven and a half at plus 115. Hold on, let me check the over here. Over seven and a half plus 105. Oh, you're right. I I was looking at the wrong stuff. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's <laughs> you What are these a, idiots doing? You get over seven and a half right now at plus one oh five. I just that's I, on DK. I, yep, I think this right. is a massive mistake and and I think to our credit, we have been jump when I see a discrepancy yeah. in the NHL playoffs, we have profited vastly from that. And so again, that is another it is not tonight's game, it's tomorrow night's game, Oilers and Avalanche. There is a very big discrepancy in my opinion that you should be hammering the over. And I would even look at I know DraftKings offers some alt lines. I would even look at alt lines of like over nine. All right, so we have spent a lot of time previewing a game that's tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we do yeah. have a game tonight, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. We know the Prince of Pucks is going to be in on the Lightning in this game. The money yep. is all over. Uh, Lightning minus the one and a half on the puck line, minus the 128 on the money line. How do you want to bet uh, game one Eastern Conference Final Prince of Pucks since you are uh, the resident not only on fire uh, handicapper on this show, but also a, a Prince of Pucks? Yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay minus one and a half. Uh, that's, yep. that's my play. Tampa Bay on the puck line uh, plus 190, I, th- I think, is the play. I don't want to touch the total. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but it's probably going to finish right around that five mark. Could end up getting over with an empty netter, so I'm going to stay away from the total. Uh, but I am on the Lightning. I love the Lightning minus one and a half. I also love the Lightning on the three-way money line or their in-60-minute money line on at plus 120. We did our rant yesterday on sports betting in Massachusetts, so we'll, we'll hold off on a big rant today, but I'll just point out like when you say that, minus one, minus one and a half goals in the puck line, plus 190. I can look at other websites. You could be get it's sportsbook.com. It's plus 205. Winbet is plus 205. There's points bet plus 205. Caesars plus 205. Clearly, some of these other books are not as quick to react to the hockey bets. They must not know yet. The Prince of Pucks is loading up on this one tonight. I swear, man, if I lived in New Jersey or Connecticut, or Colorado, these people would or be thirteen books. I these know. these book these odds makers would be chewing their nails to the beds because they wouldn't know what to do with me. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, lightning minus one and a half on the puck line tonight at plus 190 for Shime. Any uh, prop bets tonight, Shime Time? Nope, no prop bets. I'm just going lightning on the puck line, lightning uh, three-way money line. That's it. All right, we are still a couple, though, really only a day away from the NBA Finals. Game one tomorrow, just after 9 o'clock, out in Golden State. Our friend Megan Annalini from WEEI Merloni 4 Mega will be out there, so look forward to her coverage uh, as part of our coverage here at WEEI. The money continues to pour in uh, on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, 82% of the money is on the Warriors minus 3.5. 87% of the money is on the Warriors minus 160 on the money line. The over-under is like dead even right now, so people are really having a hard time deciding what they want to do with the over. I will tell you, Shine, my lean for sure in game one is going to be Golden State. Like I, I really come to the conclusion that the wear and tear on the series for the Celtics, the schedule that they played, a little bit of the inexperience in the spotlight. I'm, I'm not ruling out the Celtics to win the series, and that might be my official pick tomorrow. But think about it. Even even in the, the series, they, they won all three series. 
they've struggled in game one across the board. Yep. Like they lost to Milwaukee. They had that overtime. They need that buzzer, not overtime, but that buzzer meeting layup in game one against the Nets. We know what happened with the Bucks here, the Miami series. They lost game one and won the series. So I think they can still win the series, even if they lose game one. And given the travel, given the fact they went back and forth, Miami to Boston, Miami back to Boston, to Miami, Miami back to Boston, sat for a day and a half, then back out to San Francisco. Uh, my lean right now is going to be on the Warriors in game one, leaving the door open to bet the Celtics at a better price uh, later on. What's the early lean for you on game one, Celtics and Warriors in the finals? Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I- I'm leaning Warriors as well, uh, but my big play, I think I'm going to go under in this game. Uh, yeah, you mentioned that yesterday. Yeah. I-, I just I just don't see the Celtics scoring enough, so I'm also going to look at the Celtics team total. Uh, I don't know if that's out yet or not. Um, but I, I am very much so on the under in this game. I think 212 is just too much. Like you said, the Celtics have started very slow uh, in these game ones. They, they got kind of shelled by Miami in that game one. Um, and so I, I think that there's a chance at this game. I don't think Golden State's going to score like a million points. So even if the Celtics lose, it's going to be a low-scoring affair, like a 102-89 to 89 kind of finish. I'm thinking somewhere in that range, uh, which puts this game way under. So to me, I think the under 212.5 is my uh, early lean. But I'm also thinking about parlaying that with the Golden State money line come tomorrow. Um, and I'll point out, I said 9 o'clock. It's officially a 9-10 tip time. Yeah. Ridic- it's, I, I get it. Warriors involved NBA Finals, but they could do it at 8.45. Would not be that big of a deal. Uh, meanwhile, your Celtics team total, Shime. Yep. Uh, you ready for this? Yes. Uh, 104.5. Yeah, I'm going to go under on the Celtics team total there. I, I think they are going to be somewhere uh, in the 90s would be my guess. And so I just – I think – Coming off of two back-to-back seven-game series, they struggle in game ones with very little rest, uh, and they're traveling out west. Yeah, I'm going to go Celtics on the under there of 104. And look, I can only speak to DraftKings, which I'm looking at right now. I'm sure if you look around, you'll see a similar thing. There are, I mean, there's odds on everything, right? It's like I've never seen this before, but they are letting you bet the exact final score of NBA Finals game one, and they're putting putting them up there. And it says in parentheses, in parentheses, other scores available upon request. (laughs) <laughs> so they're basically like, hey, you tell us what you want the final score to be. We'll let you lay like 2,500 to one on a final score in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Which, for the record, for the record, uh, someone's going to bet this, even if for a dollar, and going to hit it, and you're going to see it all over social media. Oh, My yeah. advice is do not, do, Don't not, do not waste your time betting finals. I mean, unless you're doing it for a dollar and you want to bet four or five just for fun, please do not bet real money on these things. It's just... It's so in football games, it's impossible to do. In an NBA game, Shime, I'm not betting any money on a final score prop. <laughs> yeah, no, that. I'm good. I, I'm all set. Yeah, it, it, football is at least to me somewhat realistic. I think I might be able to predict a score there. In a basketball game, yeah, all right, no thanks, I'm good. All right, so the other theme here I want to get to before we get to some golf um, and, and the, the PGA Memorial starts tomorrow. Um, so it's it really is, and, and Reddit has a really good thread on this. I've been I'm going to more and more Reddit NBA stuff during these playoffs. Ooh, I like it. And the NBA Reddit and the Celtics Reddit had this this whole idea. I'm calling it man versus machine. So 538, which is that New York Times you know uh, statistical yep. blog, they have it right now. Their their model says the Celtics have an 80 percent chance to win the NBA Finals. It's 80 20. That's wild to me. Celtics and Warriors. They give the Warriors a 20 percent chance. It, it was 23 yesterday, and it's gone down a couple percentage points today. So 80 20 Celtics. If you go to the uh, the FXT, they do like this sports stock trading website. It's not really legal, but you can do it. Um, and they track all the bets and sort of see the money's coming from. 
So they, they're, they're doing for like the, the betting standpoint, whereas 538 statistical and this other website is the betting. They have it as 60% based on the betting that the Warriors can win. So in man versus machine, machine here, Shime, I, I have sort of been trained the last couple of years. I feel like the money tells a better story than the models do. What way would you lean if you had to without knowing all the details of the models that 538 uses and all the specifics of where they're tracking these bets from? If you heard, hey, the machines say 80% Celtics, but the betting says 60% Warriors, forgetting money line, forgetting juice, all that stuff, what are you more likely to lean into as a better predictor of the NBA Finals based on your history? I tend to lean towards numbers. The numbers always indicate to me I'm a big, I'm a nerd. I always have been a nerd. I'm going to lean towards the numbers in a general scenario in just about any, especially when it comes to football. I think the numbers generally don't lie. I think Warren Sharp does a really good job of kind of explaining his numbers a lot of the time, and he has very good models when it comes to certain things like over-unders and stuff like that. And so to me, whenever you're looking at a game, I tend to take into account more the the numbers than like the models than I do where the money's going right because I think sharp betters they're they're sharp betters for a reason but at the same time they're also human they're prone to make mistakes numbers are kind of just numbers like it's it's black and white it's not it's it's a probability it is not that's why it's not a hundred percent it's you know Celtics win the series eighty percent of the time it's not a hundred percent they're telling you that this is eighty percent confidence that the Celtics will win to me that number means more than a, a couple sharp betters being putting you know a crap load of money on Golden State all right yeah and and for me I just think any model that says the Celtics are eighty percent to win this series like something's wrong with the model so yeah, maybe, exactly so that maybe, that may be an issue with the model I may not take that model in particular into consideration but when I'm generally approaching a certain situation I prefer models to money and I and I we've talked about this I prefer the the the, the numbers here yep. like where where is the money going I've seen it happen way too much uh, in handicapping horse races where on paper and the numbers say well how can this horse win you're like well why is he you know, six to one morning line. Now he's been bet down at two and a half, three to one, whatever it is. Like I, a lot of times, that money barks to me, and so it's funny. I think that's the debate right now is like, what, who do you trust in? And I guess I trust the money more than the machines in this case, specifically that model, the 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 eighty twenty model is just too extreme. You want to tell me that it's closer than a coin to uh, uh, closer than a coin flip, or you know, you like the Celtics because they've been much better in two thousand twenty two. I know our buddy Ryan McDonough from Odyssey has been saying this: the Celtics are the best team in two thousand twenty two, whereas the Warriors. They were the best team in the first half of the NBA season. Uh, and maybe that's leaning into it because they've been so much better from the new year on. Uh, but I, I, I'll be curious to track that as the series goes on because they have the Celtics as a one-point favorite uh, in Game 1 based on their their models. I'm leaning towards the Warriors in Game 1. Any other Celtics-Warriors stuff that we need to clean up from yesterday before we do a deep dive on previews and props tomorrow? I'll, I'll point this out, too. I was texting with Brian Barrett about the Jordan Poole stuff because Poole's not a good defensive player. Um uh, and he, he, he leans with you. He thinks the guy that they're most likely to be able to get pool matched up with, and the Warriors switch a lot, so it's not easy to do, but he thinks it's going to be Jalen Brown. So I'm not sure if that's going to factor into player props if the series goes on, but Jordan Poole, not a good isolation defender. He thinks that the second Tatum goes to the bench, that Poole's going to you know play a lot, and really every minute that Tatum's on the bench, he thinks Poole's going to be out there to sort of protect him. But your first lean yesterday, hey, maybe Jalen Brown gets a small bump as far as player projections go for points or other props in the series. Barrett agrees with you. He thinks that's the guy the Celtics will, will try to hunt with 
when they can. Jalen Brown on Jordan Poole. Yeah, I'll be. I will be hunting my Jalen Brown props. I know uh, thirty plus points is already plus two seventy five on DraftKings. Uh, his over under is twenty four and a half. I'll probably be looking at both of those uh, come tomorrow. But uh, also, the last thing on the uh, the numbers in the models, uh, the yeah. money in the models thing is ultimately just go with what your gut tells you to. Because at the end of the day. You, you can be pissed at what the money was telling you or what the models were telling you, but if you and your gut feel a certain way and have a certain conviction, you can't be mad at yourself because you, you made the choice. That's what it is. And, and so, like, ultimately, if you're going to go off anything, in my opinion, what I've always done, I've just gone with what, what conviction do I have? I take as much information in as I can and use that and, and create my own determining conviction and go from there. I'm trying to look here. Uh, finals MVP betting uh, right now, one, plus 110 for Steph, yep. plus 170 for, for Jason Tatum. That makes sense. Go all the way down to 11-1 for Jalen Brown. He's the second-rated Celtic there. Uh, and then from there, it's, it's all Warriors. 15-1 Clay Thompson, 18-1 Draymond Green, 25-1 Andrew Wiggins, 35-1 Jordan Poole. And as I mentioned, I, I'm in for a couple bucks already, but you know, Marcus Smart at 45-1. Uh, I, I really bought into this narrative where, it's, again, it's a long shot, but if he really locks down Steph Curry and it sounds like he's going to be the primary defender on Steph uh, and Steph struggles and, and Marcus Smart also jacks up as many shots he did these last couple games, I could see him being in the mix and certainly being a much lower price of the series goes on than 45-1. to 1. I so, also think the other interesting angle, too, if you are going to bet someone like Steph Curry, you like the idea of him winning the MVP because you have yep. Golden State, Like I would maybe approach it at a different angle because Steph Curry to be the points leader in this series is plus 150, whereas huh. he is you know the betting favorite to win MVP. So if you think he's going to win MVP, he's probably also going to be the – he may also be the points leader, so that may be a different way you can approach it. Yeah, and you go to like all these websites now. Go to finals markets. Go to specials. They're offering a bunch of different stuff. I would say shop around uh, to find what you want. I think another one that would stand out to me that I wrote down real quickly today: Jason Tatum's averaging about twenty-eight points per game. I think so far in the playoffs, if you if you want Jason Tatum to average twenty-five points or more, and Boston's going to win, you get that at plus one sixty. Oh, so I mean, if you you can you can uh, you can bet just the series. On the Celtics at plus 130, you get a small bump if you think that Tatum's going to average that. And by the way, if you like that, maybe you're better off just betting Tatum in the MVP because you get Tatum in the MVP at plus 170. Yeah. So that might be an easier way to do it. But those markets uh, are out there in the NBA. Uh, there's a lot of betting action. The next 24 hours, we'll fully detail it tomorrow on the show, getting you set uh, for game one. Remind you, you can subscribe to the show. We ask you the one thing you can do for us, uh, not only listen, but subscribe, subscribe, subscribe iTunes, Odyssey, Spotify, rate and review. It's a huge help to us, huge help to uh, Odyssey, huge help to find better ways to get you more information uh, here on this podcast, stuff you're looking for. Leave it there in the rate and reviews or find us on social media, BetQLBoston on Twitter. Uh, PGA, we got the Memorial this weekend. I have one, two, three, four. I got five bets I'm going to make, and I have one that I, I'm, I'm because of karma I don't want to make, but if I didn't care about karma, I would make. Uh, I'm going to bet two players outright here this week to win the to win the Memorial uh, Jack Nicholas's tournament. Uh, Seamus Power at 60 to one, and then Davis Riley at 60 to one. Those are statistically based picks of guys who have played well. Riley has not finished outside the top 13 in his last three events. He has a ninth, a 13th. He had a fourth last week in that awful weather. They're late. He's never played here, and so what I've noticed with the golf betting shime is that they really do cook into the the the, the odds to win outright. They cook in. 
have guys had success here? You know, you constantly look yep. back, and they those odds are much, much lower. So guys that are first-time golf, like Cam Young is a really good rookie golfer on tour. He's over 30-1 to 1 this week. He's never played this tournament. He's got a second and a third his last two tournaments, including a third at the PGA, uh, a, a second at, uh, I think it was the Waste Management, a couple back. And he's 30-1 to 1 because he's never played here before. I'm not betting him, but could see people betting him just on talent alone. I'm thinking Seamus Power at 60 to 1 and 5 to 1 to finish his top 10 this weekend. Davis Riley, same thing. 62 to 1, 66 to 1 overall. Top 5 is 5 to 1. Uh, the guy who has played well here and is a monster price to win, but I don't have the balls to bet him to win outright. I'm going to bet him top 20 is Kevin Streelman. He's 150 to 1 to win the whole thing. Holy smokes. He is 4 to 1 to finish top 20. His last six events here. 8th, 13th, 44th, 4th, 54th, 13th. He is top 13 in six of his, excuse me, four of his six times he has played here. Uh, he had a 41st uh, two back there at the PGA Championship. He did miss the cut last week, but I think Kevin Streelman with the course history has to finish top 20 here at 4-1. to one. I'm definitely going to play him. And I love Cam Smith, my favorite, one of my favorite golfers on tour. He has been terrible, terrible at this event. Uh, dating back from going backwards last year. Miscut, 68th. Miscut, miscut, 65th. One of the best golfers in the world. He is 4-1 to one to miss the cut I this weekend. I was just weekend. about to say, that sounds like a, an easy little uh, bet for you this weekend. 4-1 four, four to one to miss the cut. I like Cam Smith too much. If you don't care about karma, if you just want to root against Cam Smith for two days, of the top golfers that, uh, that they're offering odds on to miss the cut, he is by far my favorite. I'm not, I'm, I think it's bad karma. I don't want to do it, Chime. Yep. But Cam Smith, the mythic, missed the cut this weekend at 4-1. to one. If I didn't care about it, I would play. I may but, go play that. <laughs> okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. Trust me, yeah. I don't hate it. By the way, he's, it's not, he, he, played, he was 13th at the PGA, but has not played a lot of golf since he won in Florida back in the spring. I think he's trying to round back into form for the U.S. Open in a couple of weeks. So if you told me he missed the cut of the big names of Ron McIlroy, you know, Shaw Flay, uh, Shane Lowry was getting bet out of the gym this week. I want no part of Lowry. He's the, one of the betting favorites this weekend. Uh, Patrick Cantley won this event uh, last year, I believe. Of the big names, the guys who could miss the cut, I guess could, could be Scam Smith at 4-1, to one, but I got too much love for Cam Smith to play it. That's so I'm too much of a fanboy. So uh, the big plays will be power. Not big plays. Uh, the thir- the thirty dollar card will involve the Seamus Power sixty to one, Davis Riley sixty six to one, top ten for both at about five to one, and Kevin Streelman. Uh, for the last top- six events here, he's finished top twenty five. I'll play him at four to one to finish top twenty here at the Memorial Baseball. We didn't have it officially yesterday, Shine, because it wasn't out yet. But we said Devers over one and a half total bases. That cashed at a juicy. Thank you, DraftKings. Even money last night. Oh wow! Plus one hundred, generous over one and a half total bases. So that was a winner on Mutt's big bet on the Red Sox broadcast. We're now fourteen and ten, betting baseball props this year, trying to creep uh, up more and more. We'll have another one here tonight, I'm sure, on the pregame show. But because of the weather right now, Sean, there's a lot of rain in the forecast. No official baseball bet after the Red Sox lost again last night. They are now twelve and fourteen at home. They are four back in the wild card. They are eleven and a half back in the division, and uh, really a bad stretch here for the Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox are back really to uh, back to looking like crap. So I am not yeah. going to bet on them. So there, okay. that's that's the extent of my analysis for you. Uh, any other betting stuff for the people here? Shime time. No, I'm excited to watch some uh, Eastern Conference Finals tonight in hockey, uh, and I'm excited for the NBA Finals to start tomorrow night. That's going to be a blast. All right. So what's our schedule? So you were not in uh, the you were in our Polar Park today, correct? Um, tomorrow I'll be able to record in the morning. No yep, issues. Normal what's time. The, 
What's the plan Friday? Aren't you going to be at Old Orchard Beach celebrating uh, uh, on Friday? So I am going to be there for a bit. Um, we may be able to get one done in the like middle of the afternoon. Otherwise, you may have to go on without me, Mutt. Really? Yes. Huh. And uh, I can actually have a fellow degenerate, but rarely heard or talked about too much. That'd be Justin Turpin. <laughs> Terps. He'll be in studio on uh, Friday. So in an emergency, I can get Terps to come in, uh, produce for you, and chime in. Okay, we'll figure that out. So you may be getting it later on Friday. You may get it on time. Myself and Justin Turpin, who I saw last night at the Red Sox game doing stats for Joe and Will. Uh, we love Justin Turpin. So either way, you'll get a podcast uh, on Friday. It might be a little bit later, uh, but you will get it. All right, Sean, we appreciate it, buddy. Uh, enjoy game one tonight, the Eastern Conference NHL Finals. And we will recap tomorrow the Prince of Pucks betting angles, and we will get set for game one of the NBA Finals. Thank you, dude. Sounds good, Mutt. See you then.